Welcome to the High Achievers Club. This podcast is for you, the big dreamer, goal getter, ceiling breaker, trailblazer, and quota crusher. You're in the right place if you want unstoppable success without sacrificing yourself and your sanity in the process. I'm your host, Becca Powers, best-selling author of Harness Your Inner CEO. And here at the High Achievers Club, you will get the tools you need to have a professional and personal life that thrives beyond your wildest dreams. Hello, hackers. Welcome to another episode of the High Achievers Club. And we are diving into stage four burnout today. Stage four burnout is all about disharmony in the bodies. And I can get into this in a very geeky level. I probably will even write a book about it because I believe in it so much that our bodies contain our wisdom and our truth and our intelligence, and we are so dismissal of them. So that's really the high level of what we're getting into today, because in stage four burnout, we start to feel the disharmony in our bodies, and I'll explain here in a minute. But first, I always like to rewind on the previous stages so that everything stacks up, it makes sense, you can see the flow of things. So before we just go right into stage four burnout, I want to rewind and talk about stage one, stage two, and stage three on high level. So again, walking into burnout looks like stage one called the unders. The unders, whether we're at work, and you know, I really kind of focus on workplace burnout specific, but burnout's burnout. So whether you're in a relationship at your work or you're in a personal relationship with romantic partner or family, burnout starts with feeling undered. And that could be undervalued, underappreciated, underpaid, underestimated, underrecognized, underutilized, underwhelmed. I mean, there's, you can go on and on with the unders, but those are some of the ones that have come back the highest in surveys. But what I'm trying to get across is that you really only need one under. Like for me, I can say that I hit my edge, even though I am an expert on burnout, I do hit my edge pretty regularly. And then I pull back and I I don't actually go into burnout because I studied it and now I know it, but I do hit my edge quite often. And for me, it typically the under that is activated for me the most, I would say maybe the top two would be underestimated and maybe underappreciated. I was going to say undervalued, but I'm pretty valued. So I think it would be For again, for me personally, I think it would be underappreciated and underestimated. That will trigger my overs. And I just wanted to share with you guys a personal example. So that way it makes sense and it's easy to visualize for yourself. So now let's just say that me, Becca, I'm feeling underestimated. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to show you. That's typically my DNA. So if you know me, you know, if you know, you know. So let's just say I feel underestimated. Someone doesn't think that I can do the thing that I want to do, which is again, a a reoccurring theme in my life. So that's my number one is underestimated. So when I feel underestimated, I go into stage two burnout, which is the overs. And what I will do is I will overwork. That is my number one. I will overstress. I will overthink. (laughs) I will overwhelm. I will pretty much just about overdo it. 
And it only takes me one trigger on the unders. And I think that's what's important to understand and why I'm using a personal example is because as I have been sharing this framework of the five stages of burnout, people are like, well, I only have one under. I shouldn't be that burnt out. Well, that's the thing. You actually can be. You only need one under triggered and it can trigger five overs or two overs. It just depends on the person. But for me, I go into like full-blown overs and I start to recognize it when I get to the state of stage three, which is questioning belonging when I'm starting to question why I'm doing things or does it matter or when I recognize that I'm overdoing it and that potentially no one cares. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I laugh, but that's also kind of true. Like you're doing it for you because for me, I have spent my life getting my approval and validation fulfilled by achieving, which why I have this podcast, the High Achievers Club. Like I want to help people like me not be so, you know, have to work themselves to death literally or work themselves into disease or stay in toxic work relationships and toxic personal relationships because they think they get some type of like gold star at the end of it. And that's not what life's about. There's a way to live life fulfilled. And that's what I'm all about. Like, where's your health? Where's your happiness? Where's your harmony? It's a word I love. And that's why we're talking about stage four today, disharmony, because it is the opposite of harmony. But as I kind of use my example of stage three, stage three is when you start questioning, should I stay? Should I go? Doesn't matter. And I'm really, because I have been in this world for so long of having to heal from being extremely sick and autoimmune disease and having to realize that the two most precious things that I have outside of myself and my family is my health and my time. Those are two things that I can never get back. So I've learned to value them extremely well. Like those are two things that I would say are the most valuable to me right now is my time and my health. Because if I have time and I have my health, then I have time for myself. Then I have time for my family. And then I have time to do all the things I love. But guess what? If I don't have time and I don't have my health, then it's all down the shitter. So as I talk about the rewind of the stages, and we're getting into stage four, which is disharmony in the bodies. I like to say that I wanted to talk about like time and space and health because when we go into the overs, we take up all of our space and time by overdoing it. So there's a point to my like digression right there. I wanted to really connect some dots, I guess is a good way to say it. If you're like, I don't know how this can apply to me or I get it. The unders and the overs are definitely connected, but I don't know maybe how it's connected to questioning belonging or making me think, should I stay or should I go or does it matter? So hopefully that helps me sharing my personal examples. So now let's talk about stage four, disharmony in the bodies. One of the things that I had mentioned in the beginning of this episode is that our bodies contain so much of our and my friend Katie, which I'll be interviewing, she's an author as well, I'll be interviewing her for the interview part of stage four, Disharmony in the Bodies, on the next episode, episode 14. And one of the things that she says is that 
our bodies contain our innate wisdom. And I couldn't agree more after reading and studying The Body Keeps a Score from Bessel van der Kolk. What I realized in there is that in studying his work, he repeats it several times, but 80% of the experiences we have in life, their memory is actually in the body. 80% is maintained in the body. And that goes for the positive and the negative. So that's why you can do the head work, which I totally recommend therapy. I go to therapy, but we spend so much time working on our mind health, which is great. And we dismiss our body health. And if you think about that, it's kind of messed up because there's several analogies about the 80-20 rule, but we normally spend 80% of our time in 20% of the things that matter. So like in sales, you are going to get 80% of your results from only like 20% of your customer base as an example. So we spend 80% of our time trying to fix the mind instead of the body where the mind only holds 20% of the retainment of what's going on in our emotional and mental world. So that's kind of fascinating because that means we only spend 20% on our bodies, which actually hold 80% of our wisdom. So kind of weird how we are wired as humans. But long and short, disharmony in the body happens. And there's five primary categories when we talk about disharmony in the bodies. We talk about our mental state, our mental body, our emotional body, our physical body, our spiritual body, and our financial body. When you're in heavy stage four burnout, all five of these are going to be affected. When you are in stage three, stage four and stage three kind of start blurring together. I say that because when you are in stage three burnout and you're questioning everything, you're starting to get uncomfortable. And especially when you make the decision to stay, whether again, it's at a job or in a personal relationship, part of you knows that staying is not good for you. And the moment that you decide to stay because of lots of practical reasons, your body starts responding. You start getting indigestion. You start getting lower back pain. Your neck and shoulders tense up and start to feel like rocks. You go to the masseuse and they're like, Lord, are you stressed out? And you're like, yeah, I'm stressed. You start clenching your teeth or grinding your teeth in your sleep. You start getting a lot of migraines and headaches. Your body feels fatigued. I mean, chronic fatigue is a thing, guys, and it's a diagnosable ailment. I got diagnosed with it when I was in my peak. You also start seeing a lot of anxiety, worry, depression, stress. Chronic stress is also diagnosed in this state. Anxiety disorders are diagnosed in this state. Adult ADHD is diagnosed in this state. So there you'll start also seeing joint pain and things just become a lot harder. I know that fatigue is no joke. I still deal with that and I'm five years past my big burnout moment, but I really wanted to call out some of those things that's a lot on the mental, emotional and physical side. To note also on the emotional side, you'll start seeing yourself withdrawal and isolate. Isolation starts to feel 
good. Sometimes isolations is fantastic. I go through my phases where I kind of turtle up, but you just want to be aware of your behavior. Are you isolating because you need to protect your energy because you're too fatigued to go out? You notice that you're not doing the same things that you used to be doing. You're not really hanging out with your friends anymore. You're starting to lose your capacity for other people because you barely have capacity for yourself. And that's why stage four burnout, I like to call it disharmony in the body is because it really is throwing everything off. Everything's off. Hello there, hackers. Pausing the podcast for a moment because you know I'm all about breaking up those burnout cycles and getting you to your peak potential. So I want to offer an opportunity for you to self-assess whether you're in burnout or not. So if you go to BeccaPowers.com forward slash burnout, there's a free assessment for you there. All right, let's get back to the show. One of the things that I love to say is that balance is bullshit is because what I'll see as I'm coaching people is that they're trying to use balance to heal stage four burnout and balance is actually stressing them out because their calendar is max from six to six or six to seven and all the things. And I always like to say that the word balance should be replaced with harmony because when you're in harmony with yourself, you're in harmony with energy, you're in harmony with other people, you're in harmony with Mother Earth, you're in harmony with your spirit. And things go from feeling difficult to feeling in flow and feeling easy. Like, not necessarily that life is easy, but life has an ease to it. You're not fighting life. And in stage four burnout, you are fighting life. There is just no other way to look at it. And the last thing that I want to mention is that in stage four burnout, you are going to normally see a financial hit as well. And the reason I say this is because what I have seen in stage four burnout is that people will use shopping to cope. And it doesn't matter whether you're male or female. I've seen it happen. Shopping is used as an element to cope, which is fine until it's not, right? Until you build $10,000 or $20,000 worth of debt. And now you have all the emotional, mental, spiritual, physical fatigue. You're starting to lose hope. Doesn't feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Now you're in debt. So like everything just feels like Eeyore, you know, like there's this massive cloud hanging over you wherever you go. And it's not really the case. It's just that we get in a place where we lose our personal power and we start feeling like a victim to life rather than a force with it. So that's kind of why I like to geek out into the five stages of burnout, because I always feel with understanding, then you can build the bridge to change. Awareness is the vehicle there. Like Awareness allows change to happen. So as we wrap up this episode, what I also want to say is with the financial piece, that people use it as a way to cope. So if you find yourself in a spending habit that feels unhealthy and you have all these aches and pains and anxieties and things like that, there's a good chance you're in stage four. And there are several ways to 
get out of burnout, which I also talk about. But one thing that you can just do immediately is pause before you make a decision. This little thing that I do that I learned in Kundalini Yoga, it's a game changer for me. It's super simple. I put my left hand on my heart and I put my right hand on my gut. There's a thing called gut instinct. Ha ha ha. And it's there for a reason. So if you put your right hand on your gut and your left hand on your heart, you're creating a mind, body, soul connection. And in that connection, once you've done a couple breath cycles just to get into your own energy, you can ask yourself, does this decision support me or does it hurt me? You know, does it support me or does it sabotage me? Does it help me or does it hurt me? Does it empower me or does it disempower me? It's just such a really cool thing to be able to do in the moment that stops you from making a decision on autopilot and allows you to be back in the driver's seat. It sounds simple. It is. And it's also hard because you got to catch yourself enough to pause. Practice the pause, baby. It's a, a phrase my best friend Monica has said to me several times over the years. We're very different personalities. And we're just like a really, really good combo for each other. But I'm always like so go that she has helped me slow down enough to practice the pause. So that's been her her phrase to me. And it's out there in the world. It's definitely a thing. But practice the pause. Connect with your mind, body, soul. You want to bring harmony back into your bodies. And that is one way that you can go about it. So let's do this, guys. Let's wrap up this episode because. I like to try to keep them 20 minutes or so and we're getting close to there. So make sure that you're taking that tip. Do your mind, body, soul connection. In the next episode, you're gonna wanna tune in. Katie Basso is the next guest and she is author of a book that she is releasing and I'll go over all of that in the next episode. A little cliffhanger. I wanna tell you all about the book, but I wanna tell you about the book in episode 14. So make sure to tune in. But she has an incredible story about healing from this place of disharmony in the bodies. And she's also a psychologist. She's a professor and a therapist. And she has her doctorate. And she's just all around amazing with so much knowledge, personally and professionally, that you won't want to miss it. All right, guys, I will see you on the next episode. Well, hackers, that concludes today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, share on social. Follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, all at the same handle, at BeccaPowers1313. Share this episode, tag me in it. And if you really, really love the episode, please rate and review it too. It's the best way to show a podcast host some love. Like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg said, till the next episode. See you then.